I'm going to give you a real brief word today. I believe God is going to breathe on and do something mighty on this morning. Amen. We've already prayed and declared, thus said the Lord. Grab your Bibles, Isaiah chapter number 59, verse number 19. Isaiah 59. I'm going to hit you with a short stick today. Amen. So if I come down your road, just say ouch. Amen. If I miss you, trust me, I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter number 59, verse number 19. Grab Romans chapter number 8, verse number 37. When you have those two passages of Scripture, do as I'm doing. Stand to your feet if you would. If you have strength in your body. All standing. If you have strength and you're still sitting, stand. (laughs) Hallelujah. God is good. Do you have it? Say amen. Amen. Still look and say hallelujah. We'll wait for you for a second. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're feeling lazy this morning, waiting for me to put it on the screen, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All y'all drove together, huh? This whole side. Nobody over here said nothing. It's this whole side over here, just ratchet. Just the whole side of y'all, just ratchet. Amen. Let's make our faith confession on this morning. Today I'll be taught the word of God. My spirit is ready and my mind is sharp. I believe the word. The word is truth. It is without error. error. I believe what the word says. I can have what it says I can have. Say that again. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. I believe what the word says about me. I am redeemed. I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I am healed. No sickness nor disease shall come near my home. You got to say it with some confidence. No sickness nor disease shall come near my home. Shout, I'm blessed to be a blessing. My house is blessed. My children are blessed. My church is blessed. I'm blessed. Shout, I'm more than a conqueror. Shout, I'm rich. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Prophesy over your neighbor. Say, wealth and riches shall be in your house. Talk to your other neighbor. Say, wealth and riches shall be in your house. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. Amen. i switch it up on y'all just to make sure y'all are paying attention. Hallelujah. The Bible is God's blueprint to establish his kingdom here on earth. So we're going to read the Bible with a new set of eyes and a new set of ears because we have to see the word of God as a roadmap to the kingdom of God and the establishment of God's kingdom. There's also a blueprint on to not only build the kingdom of God here on earth, but also a blueprint of which of you to live your life. It's a lifestyle. Kingdom living is a lifestyle. It goes against cultures of today. You should look different. You're not to fit in. You're a misfit. You're to stand out. You may have the same skin tone or hairdo as somebody else, but you still should stand out. You may even have the same uniform on, whether it's a police uniform, whether it's a McDonald's uniform. Something about you should stick out. You could be in a crowd of people and everybody look the same. But you should stand out. The kingdom lifestyle causes you to be an anomaly. Good God. You, you come in, things just abnormal happens. You're like, that shouldn't be happening right now. Yeah, it should, because I'm here. Amen. It's kingdom thinking. Demons tremble and flee. Yes. Places you should, you go, things should happen. And watch, it has nothing really to do with you other than the fact that you show up, but it's not you, it's what's working in you. Amen. 
I've accessed it to the hospital, and I just go and I swipe my badge, and I go in, I get to pray with the sick. Amen. People go in, when I go in, they cry, when I leave out, they laughing. Ain't got nothing to do with me. It's what's working in me. Things should happen. Where there's sorrow, joy should show up. Where there's pain, healing should come. For great is he that is Y'all don't believe that. God is trying to establish his kingdom here on earth. Isaiah 59, 19. Let's go to work. So share the fear of the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Somebody shall give me new eyes. Somebody shall give me new ears. See, this is the way we read the text. I just want to breathe on it for a second. Watch. So shall the fear of the Lord, the name of the Lord, from the west and his glory, from the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. See, we see the enemy coming in like a flood, but let's put a remix on that. Instead of uh, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise a standard. Oh, God, y'all missed that. So not the enemy coming in like a flood, but like a flood, the Lord will rush in and raise a standard. Because we're giving too much credence and too much power over the enemy to the enemy. We're saying when the enemy come in like a flood. No, when the enemy comes, my God, like a flood, rushes in. When God comes in comes in like a flood to raise a standard. And watch this. God's standard is so high, no enemy can leap over. For his throne sits above all powers and principalities and wickedness in heavenly places. So his standard is above wicked powers, principalities, and everything in heavenly places. So when he comes in like a flood, he goes, whoop. And the enemy tried to jump over and boom, he hit his head. God will flood you with his presence. Okay. Let's Romans chapter number eight and then we're done. Nay, in all things, we're more than conquerors through him that loves us. For I am persuaded. Somebody shout, I'm persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. No matter what you're dealing with right now, and no matter what you will deal with. Nor height. Nor depth. Nor any other creature. Oh, God. My enemies better be afraid. Shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Let us pray, Father, now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for a flood of your presence, even now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. On your way to your seat, somebody shout, flood me. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Father, I pray that you anoint me to preach and teach the mysteries of your word in Jesus' mighty name. The kingdom is too big to be ripped away from by the hands of the enemy. The kingdom is too big just for the sake of the enemy coming in and snatching it. You got to know that, beloved, that the kingdom of God resting you so mightily, the enemy can't just come in and snatch the kingdom. It's too big. It's too big. Matter of fact, what's in you is far bigger than what's around you. What's in you is far greater than the thing you stand before. The kingdom of God is so massive. It is so magn- It is so big. Big word for the day. I'm not that smart, but here it is. Voluminous. Has a lot of volume. A lot of mass to it. It's huge. And you're wondering, how can this big kingdom rest and reside on the inside of me? Watch. God took his kingdom and he reduced his kingdom down in size, and buried in flesh. But even though the kingdom was reduced in size, 
It was not reduced in potency. Good God Almighty. Okay, Gospel of John, chapter number one. Y'all know, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That was the kingdom of God coming down, reduced into a small package to inhabit flesh. But it still had the same potency, same power. It still had the same potency and same power. It was reduced in size, but not reduced in splendor, nor reduced in supernatural power. It was smaller, but still had the same ability. Oh, that's good. And watch, that same power now resides <laughs> in you. Okay. So we got it. There's an experience. There's an experience of the kingdom of God. Experience. And in that experience of the kingdom of God is the king's presence. And in the king's presence, there's a couple things that would happen. Number one, you would get filled in his presence. It's impossible for you to come into God's presence and not to be filled. You're going to leave with something. And you're going to leave with this overwhelming and feeling on the inside of you. When you come into God's presence, you're going to walk out full. That's what happened with Jesus at the woman at the well. He sends his disciples out to get something to eat because they're, he's tired from his journey. And when he comes back, they're like, hey, we got these Popeye's chicken sandwiches. We know you're hungry. No pickles. We know like how you like it. And Jesus said, I had meat that you know not of. You know why? Because he was full. And chick fil amen. We got to write a letter. They need to be open on Sundays. But to come into his presence, that would be such an infilling. That's why you got to learn how to wait and bask in his presence. So that you can be filled with everything that he has for you. And so often we rush out of God's presence and we walk out of his presence depleted. Why? Because we didn't wait to be filled. To my shout, wait. You got to learn to wait. You got to learn how to wait on the Lord. So you can get everything that he has for you. Because once he fills you up, the infilling is for your life. The infilling is for you to live your life. But when you wait in the presence of the Lord, he begins to overflow you. Now, the overflow, watch this. The overflow is the extra that we call it down here in the south, call it line yap. Line yap, line yap. It's a little something extra French. Pin on, you know, you want it from the south side of the Creole Creek, or if you're from the other side, they say line yap, line yap. It's, South side. Amen. So it's Langap, a little something extra. That's the blessing. But then the cup that runs over in the overflow, in the sauce, in the saucer, that's for the people around you. God wants you to live your life in the overflow so that you have more than enough. But the extra out of the overflow is for the people around you. So you got to wait so God can fill you up. Somebody shall fill me up. The king's presence will also bring about healing. You will get filled and you'll get healed. God wants you healed. He wants you healed. He wants you whole. Because I have a person is no good to no person. Oh, God. Let me stay right there for a second. A half a person is no good for nobody. He says, when these two shall become one. So the two have to be whole before they come one. So you got to be whole first before you try to come into a whole relationship. And the problem with a lot of believers is we're jumping into relationships and we're not whole. We come to church and we enter into a church relationship and we're half a person trying to do a whole person's worship. We, we, we're just part of a person. And we're wondering why worship, oh, worship was okay today. Because you hadn't been healed. Because they sang a song that reminds you of the song of one which you came from. 
Somebody shout, heal me. God wants you healed. And he wants you healed to be whole. Not just partial. He wants complete healing. So now you can experience the fullness of God's presence and his glory in your life. Why? Because you have been completely healed. Some of you leave out because of past hurts and pains right before the very word God wants to speak to you. You get up and you're gone. Because you're half a person. But a whole person will endure. A person will walk through the door who you don't like or you have an issue with and you're like, I'm not going to stay here because he here. And you get up and leave. And it'd be the very word that God needed for you. Somebody shout, heal me. The presence of God will protect you. God is a strong tower of which we can run into and find refuge. He'll protect you. But not only that, but his presence will provide. And it may not be a monetary provision. Sometimes it's a provision of favor. To the point of which you don't need finances. I say it this way all the time. Catch it, write it down if you would. Favor is better than finances. And I'd rather have the favor of the Lord than finances. Because when you have finances, finances will run out. But God will renew his favor daily. There's an unlimited supply of God's favor. He'll just keep rolling it out and keep rolling it out. And you don't need money. You need favor. Because you'll go places and you won't have no money, but you got the favor of God and you'll walk out with the same stuff that other people paid top dollar for and you'll walk out of that thing scot-free and pay no money at all. Somebody shout favor. Now, I was never really a BMW fan, but I like driving them. Lady called me up a couple months ago and she said, I want to donate a BMW to the church. Somebody shout favor. Favor. You don't need money. You need favor. You don't have an education for a job. You need favor for the job. Because you'll go apply for a job that you're unqualified for, that you don't have the experience for, and you'll get the job anyway. Why? Because of He'll provide. So in our few short moments, I want to shout at you. I had enough of this. Somebody shout, I had enough of this. You got to get to a place in your life where enough is enough. Enough is enough. See, with kingdom authority, you can declare this with boldness because enough is enough. Enough of the enemy terrorizing your sleep at night, your peace. Enough of the enemy terrorizing your health. Enough of the enemy terrorizing your peace and your your prosperity and your family and your relationships and your mind. It's enough. Somebody shout, I had enough. Anybody ever got to a place where you just had enough? It's just like I can't take another thing. I had enough. And you got to be careful with people. Watch this. Uh, The Bible says that we should meditate on the word day and night. That word meditate is a Hebrew word. It's to mutter. It's like a muse to mutter. Just say it over and over again. And, you know, people who get to that place where they begin to mutter, there's power. That's people who had enough. I remember growing up in the hood, and we had this one kid. He was a little, small, tiny kid, but he was feisty. He took a lot. A lot of people picked up on, picked on him and all of that stuff, and he would sit at the back of the bus, and he would just mutter. If they do it one more time. Ooh, I promise they hit they, If they hit me in my head one more time, if they, one more time, I, I take if they do it one more time, I, one, one more time, one, one more time, I'm telling you one more time, I'm going, ooh, 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 mutter over and over and watch until you had enough. So that's how we have to be in the spirit with the word of God. We got to mutter till we just had enough. Till we had enough. Ooh, devil, if you mess with my money one more time. 
Ooh, devil, if you mess with my family one more time, I'm, ooh, if one, I'm telling you, one more time, if you mess with my mama and my daddy and them and auntie and them, one more time and one more time, if you mess with the economy, if you mess with one more soul, one more time, you got to begin to mutter to the point where you say, I had enough, till you get sick and tired of being. Anybody ever got to that place where you're just tired of being sick and tired? And watch, you may have money in your bank, but you still ain't got no peace. Got money in the bank and your health is still jacked up. Enough is enough. Why? Because there's greater on the inside. There's a Hebrew word, maison, which means greater. Somebody shout greater. Greater. It's different from the other Greek word, megas, which we get mega from. Mega means great, but maison, maison means greater. And the Bible declares unto us that greater is he. Greater means whatever is great, he is greater. If the enemy comes in you with a great attack, he's greater. If you're experiencing great lack in your life, he's greater. If there's sickness in your life that has become great in your life, he is He's greater. He's greater. Not only is he greater, but he's larger. It also means elder. And it also means stronger. We serve a strong God. He's greater than anything you can ever face in your life. So let's go. Second Corinthians chapter number four declares us verse number 13. It says we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe therefore speak knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. The same greater that resided in Jesus is the same greater that resides in you. Jesus, according to the gospel, says that he was without measure of the spirit. That without measure, you could not measure out the greatness of the power of the Holy Ghost working on the inside of Jesus. He was so great, it was without measure. It was unlimited. It was endless. The measure that which resided in Jesus, beloved, hear me today, if you don't catch nothing else, is the same greater that rests in you. You got greatness on the inside of you and you don't even know it. There's such greatness on, there's so, so much power. There's like a nuclear plant on the inside of you. It would have filled combustion waiting to explode, but you just sit back like this and let the devil just have his way with you. Somebody shout greater. The authority of the kingdom speaks boldly of the experience that we have with God. That we can speak boldly of the kingdom, the authority that we have. Watch this. It rests in our experiences with God. What are you saying, apostle? The experience you have with God as a deliverer, deliverer or one who set you free, out of that experience you can speak boldness out of. So if you've been set free by the Holy Ghost, based off of that experience, you can declare boldly freedom to a lost world and a world that is in bondage. If if, if you have been healed by by the power of the Holy Ghost, out of that experience, you can speak with boldness to other sick people. Okay, let me break it down. Y'all heard me say it before. Uh, Whatever God pulls you out of, he places you over. So when God pulls you out of a thing, he gives you the authority to rest over the thing. When, when God pulls you out, he places you over. When God places, pulls you up, he places you over that which he pulled you up out of. Hear me, beloved. He pulled man out of the dust of the earth, formed and fashioned him. And then when he pulled them up out of the earth, he placed them over the earth. When God pulls you out of, he places you over. If God brings you out of poverty, he gives you anointing to speak over poverty with boldness. 
When God brings you out of chaos and confusion in your mind, he gives you out of that experience of boldness. Watch this, a testimony of which you can testify to a world that is in chaos, that my God is able. Somebody shout he's able. So you can speak boldness out of that experience. And God wants you to have every experience that you possibly can have in him so that you can speak to every equation and situation. Did you catch that? So you can be the answer, the solution to the problem of the equation. You can testify to every problem that my God is an answer. Y'all not saying nothing to me here today. So God wants watch this. You may not like it, but God wants you to have a lot of problems so you can have wisdom to solve the problems. God, while I'm going through this, I need you to be a mathematical genius. So I need you to go through these problems so you can have some answers. Somebody shout, I am the answer. I got to go through this? Yes, because I know you sound enough. You, you resilient enough. You tough enough. You've been built for this thing. You've been created for this thing. You fall tough. You can handle this. Your shoulders are broad. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. I created you sound and solid. You can go through fires and storms and come out not even smelling like smoke. I created you for this thing. This problem that you're facing right now, I saw it before you went into it because I knew you can handle it. I got problems so I could be an answer to other people's problems. And it's out of that experience I can speak boldly. Why? Because God's throne is established on his authority. And God's authority represents God himself. And God alone is authority in all things. Somebody shout all things. Hebrews. I'm bringing it to a close says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. My boldness come from the one who boldly died for me. Whew. My boldness come from the one who boldly died for me. I can be bold in every situation because I serve a God who was bold enough to bear the cross. I'm bold because I serve a God who was bold enough to mount a cross and to adorn thorns and nails and a spear in his side to face the adversary to say, even though my life is in your hand, you don't hold my life. Even though I have turned my life into your hands, you don't control my life. I can pick it up and put it down. I can call the Father, and he will send legions of angels at one spoken word. My boldness come from him. I want to talk probably with you right now, Vince. There ain't nobody in the room. See his boldness to get on the keys? Because there's something great on the inside of him. Boldness to set the atmosphere, a move of God. The boldness to get up, to flow with the Spirit of God. Because a move had to take place. Nobody prompted him. That's something great on the inside of you, Vince. And your eyes have become blind to the greatness. You had a glimpse of what God was going to do, and the glimpse had faded away, so you reserved to sit back on the back row because you know it's there, but you're afraid to operate in it. There's greater, there's greater, there's, there's greater God wants to do in you and through you. There's greater in spite of your own frailties and your flaws, flaws and alls, God wants to use you even the greater. Greater, greater for his glory. A testimony that would transform cultures. Greater. My boldness comes from him. I don't brag and boast in myself, I brag and boast in the Lord. Because of what he done. That's the kingdom authority we have in the earth realm. You ought to walk in boldness everywhere you go. 
Everywhere you go, you should walk with your head up high, shoulders squared up. Why? Because he boldly took upon the cross upon his shoulders. And watch this. Even in your failures, you should rise up boldly. Jesus died for this. Even in the muck and the miry clay, you ought to rise up and say, what? Jesus died for this. He shed his blood for this. I don't know what your this is, but whatever your this is, he died for this. And the moment you declare, I had enough, enough is enough. It's just like the prodigal son. He had enough. He had to get to a place where he said, enough is enough. I don't live the righteous life. I done done some stuff. I've been in the pig. I've been in the muck and the mire and the clay. Y'all ain't dancing with me today. He's, he got up out of the pit. He said, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. To the point where sin has no rule and power over you anymore. So you're saying to me, preacher, I can live a sin-free life? A sinless life? You can live a life that sin has no power. Because the power in the sin is you yielding to the power of sin. Did you hear me? The power of the sin is you yielding over to the power of sin. And I got power that supersedes that power. And when I yield to that power, there is no power higher than that power. So when I go to do to touch things that I know I shouldn't touch, the power that is within me, it is called the conviction of the Holy Ghost. It is called the authority of the kingdom of God. The throne of God sits down and God stands up and says, listen, I have died for you and you don't have to go through what you're going through. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Why? Because that's greater that's my zone on the inside of me that's far greater watch this greater than my own flesh because my flesh really want to oh don't look at the preacher strange my flesh said oh, 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 oh. Ooh, keep me holy ghost keep me holy ghost keep me holy ghost Keep me, Holy Ghost. Keep me. Restrain me. Contain me. Hold me. Ah. Ah. Oh, my flesh really wants. But he holding me. I don't know if you've ever been held by the Lord before, but he'll hold you. He'll hold you. And with your crazy self, you'll even get there, but he won't let you go there. You'll get there, but he won't let you go there. You'll show up at our house and knock on the door at 12 o'clock at night. You'll get there, but you won't go there. Because while you're knocking and waiting, the Holy Ghost said, Have you ever got to that point where it's enough, enough? Where you said, God, I just had enough. Watch this. Enough is enough. Because he is more than enough. Did y'all hear that? Your enough will be enough when he becomes more than enough in your life. When you say, God, you're more than enough, you're more then the moments of pleasure that will fleet and fade away you're more than the gold and the silver you're more than the fortune and the fame you are enough for me I had enough because he's more than enough in your life I don't know what has become more or greater in your life but he's far greater Sin can't hold you down. Sin can't keep you bound. Why? Because the blood of Jesus broke the chains. He broke the chains. 
And if you would get to a place in your life this morning to say, God, you're more than enough. And you're all enough that I need. If you would bow your heads with me. There are some of you here today. You have confessed with your mouth, I had enough. But your flesh still wants more. There are those of you here today that I believe that God wants to set free. Set free from the bondage of your flesh. You have given too much power to your flesh. Too much. Too much. You have given too much power to the devil. Satan made me do it. The devil made me do it. He wants to set you free today. He's more than enough. He's more than enough. I'm going to pray in a second. And after I pray, I want you to make a decision. I need you to make a very earnest, deep decision. Today, I want you to dive all in. Now, for some of you, you, you're super saved. (laughs) You've been saved a long time, but you're not all in. God is still not enough for you. Still dibbling, dabbling in some things. Still got your hands on some things. God wants to set you free today. So when I pray this prayer, I pray with the power of conviction of the Holy Ghost will pierce your heart and set you free. That with the power and the conviction of the Holy Ghost will pierce your heart and every dark thing will be exposed and the light of God's Lord glory will illuminate your heart. Father, now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, flood the hearts of your people with your love. Flood the hearts of your people with your grace and your mercy. And let even the tenured saint save for a number of years. Let them come into a new fresh revelation of relationship with you this morning. Let them see that you are far greater than anything that they hope and desire for in this earthly realm. Father, do it now. Let a supernatural move take place in this house. That you would draw many unto repentance today. They'll repent of their pride and their selfish ways. That they'll repent of their hatred and their bitterness and their jealousy and their covetedness. That they'll repent, God, of their pride and their selfishness. God, that a spirit of repentance fill this house, God. That they would declare unto day, God, God, what must I do to be set free from all of this? Do it now, Father. That you may be glorified. If you're here this morning, it's going to pierce you right now. If you're here this morning and that's you, there's some things that you need to stand before God and say, God, forgive me of this or that. I'm not, I'm not questioning your salvation this morning. I'm questioning the process of you living out your salvation. If that's you this morning. I got some things that I need to lay at the altar. That's you. Lift your hand. I see you. I see you. I see you. People are getting real and out. I see you. There's others today. So I got some things. I got some things. I had enough of this. This life that I lived, I don't want to live no more. All of this stuff that has been hidden in darkness, today is coming to light. I see you. Hands are still going up. I see you. I see you. There's others today. Come on with the boldness that he boldly died for you. Stand in that boldness. Lift your hand if that's you today. You laying down some things at the altar. You laying down some things to be ablaze on the altar for God to consume this morning. Where's your boldness this morning? Can we all stand to our feet? For those of you who lifted your hand, I want you to do me a bold thing. Just step out now. 
Our intercessors are waiting there with the boldness. With the boldness. Just step out. Yes. We have intercessors waiting to pray with you. If you feel comfortable, you can come forth. We got people praying. We got other intercessors. Amen. We have any other intercessors. Amen. That woman of God right there, the anointing of God rests on your life. You wear camouflage because it's warfare for you. It's warfare for you. There's some things you're praying for right now that if God don't do, oh my God. It's wartime for you. Every time you fall on your knees, it's wartime. You travail in prayer. And you need a great move of God. If it don't turn around, it ain't going to turn around. And you're saying, God, I need you to do it. I need you to do it. Father, now in the name of Jesus, let a supernatural turnaround take place now. In her family, God, let it turn around, God. In her family, let it turn around, God. The peace in her soul, let it turn around now, God. She will be troubled no more, God. Let it turn around. And Father, we declare that which you have birthed within, that it manifests without God. Now, in the name of Jesus, touch now, God, from the innermost depths of her soul. Touch now in the name of Jesus. Impregnated with glory, God, let her produce and manifest now in the name of Jesus. Let the glory of the Lord rest upon you. Let it fall upon you now in the name of Jesus. Ooh, there it is right there. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. There it is. God, we give you glory. There it is. God, we give you glory. Ah, oh, we give you glory now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, let your glory reign. Ooh, Jesus, there it is. Rest in it. Ah, that both shot. In the, ah, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, we bless you. God, we give you glory. Loose it now in the name of Jesus. Loose it now in the name of Jesus. That is, rest in it now in the name of Jesus. The power and the glory of the Lord. Rest upon you now, heal in Jesus' name. Your wounded heart has been mended of the Lord. For a broken and a contrite heart is what he seeks for. Your heart was broken so that it could be healed. And even through the cracks, God says his light shall shine even the brighter. For he take broken things to illuminate through the cracks. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, let your glory rest now in the name that is above every name. Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Would you give the Lord a hand clap? Hallelujah. 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 Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! Feel the room with that. for a move of your spirit. We thank you the boldness of which we have now to walk out 
and to proclaim and to declare and decree, God, now in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, and God, we give you praise. It's in Jesus' mighty name. If you're here today, and you don't have a church home, you felt the Spirit of God connecting you, maybe you've been visiting time and time again, but today, God is connecting you. And if that's you today, would you make a decision to be a part of what God is doing here at Elevate Church? Would you lift your hand in there if that's you you want to connect with us today? Don't have a church. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, Elevate. Are there any others today? Are there any others today to say the day is the day, today is the day? Any others? Any others? Amen. 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 That's the love I'm speaking of. Amen. Any others today? Any others? We got one on the back row back there. Can we can we celebrate? Amen. One on the back row back there. Amen. Will there be anyone else today would say today is the day? You need to be connected if that's you today. Would you lift your hand at me? Anyone on this side? Do the work of an evangelist. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, is that you today? Are you connecting? Talk to somebody next to you. Amen. Amen. For those of you online today, I'm sorry I didn't greet you earlier, but for those of you online today, if that's you, if you want to connect digitally with us here at Elevate Church, amen. Just send in the box below. Amen. Just put hashtag join in the box below. We thank God for each of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless God. That's a move of God taking place. Can I prophesy of your life? Father, now in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that in the midst of a pandemic, that the power of your presence we begin to shift and to transform atmosphere of everyone here today that their jobs God will be impacted their family God will be impacted and Father I declare now supernatural strength and health filling their bodies now but God feel them mm, thank you not just for their sake. Fill them for the sake of others. That in the grocery store, God, they'll bring healing with them. On their jobs, God, they'll bring deliverance with them. Everywhere they go, God, you will use them mightily for the sake of the kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Can y'all open up your mouth and praise God right now? Can you clap your hands? If you're here for the first, second, or even third time, I would love to shake your hand, meet you, and greet you in the foyer. Don't leave until I shake your hand. If you're here for the first time and you did not fill out a guest card, grab one before you leave. Amen. We're going to close out. You would close us out in prayer and worship. God bless you. God keep you as my prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for your presence, Lord God. We thank you for everything that you've done on today, Lord. And we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you continue to cover us, your people, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to activate us, Lord, in the spirit. And we thank you, Lord God, for being so amazing and so mighty, Lord God, in our lives. We thank you for this service, Lord God, and that we will go out, Lord God, and we will make you smile on today and the rest of our days, Lord God. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.